0: Hi, just checking in, seeing how you're doing today, and just seeing if you might want to take a little break, step away from the noise of the world for just a moment, and connect back with you. If so, let's take a deep breath in, and breathe out, and let it all settle. I'm your host, Michael Gallion, and this is Letting It Settle. Hi, it's Michael and I have some exciting news for you. We are introducing Letting It Settle Plus, the ultimate listening experience for those looking to find their calm and navigate the noise of life. As a subscriber, experience an abundance of the exclusive content that you know and love. For those looking to immerse themselves into the tranquility, the subscription includes immersive mini and 30-minute guided meditations, perfect for those on the go or others needing a bit more time to let it all settle. You'll also discover a plethora of bonus episodes, with topics ranging from practicing gratitude, cultivating self-love, as well as Ask Me Anything specials, where I answer your questions and topic requests. And all of this is available for you now to elevate your listening experience. Actionable takeaways, guided meditations, and mindfulness exercises await. So don't miss out. Subscribe to Letting It Settle Plus today to join the community. Available on all platforms, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker. You'll find what you came for here, and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. So we are back this week with part two of our series on forgiveness. If you haven't done so yet, I would suggest going back and listening to episode 12 called Finding Forgiveness Part 1. During that episode, I introduced you to a former client of mine named Kate whose journey through forgiveness of her mother shaped the way that I view forgiveness and helped to create the framework of a process that I use to help others as they navigate through their process of forgiveness. During the episode, we walked through the first four steps of the process, which included telling your story, allowing anger, calculating the cost of holding on, and then determining the value of forgiveness. I was really honored to receive so many of your stories that you sent to me, and I'm really proud of you for taking the steps to begin the process of forgiveness. My hope is that this episode will give you a few more tools to help you along in the process of deciding whether forgiveness is the right step for you. After Kate had gone through the exercise of creating sort of a cost-benefit analysis and determining that it would be in her best interest to stop holding on so tightly to the anger and begin the process of forgiveness, we dove into the work of trying to find a way forward. In our sessions, we'd often talk about her ability to empathize with others in such a profound way. That she was able to understand others at work, and even when they had behaved in a way that made her job harder, she could approach them with compassion and care. But when it came to her mother, she simply could not understand in any way why she had treated her the way that she did. She excelled in school. She was never one to get in trouble. She did all the right things, and yet she constantly felt judged and ridiculed. During one of our sessions, I led Kate through an exercise to start to explore a sense of radical empathy. Not making what her mother did acceptable or excusing the behaviors, but examining it from her mother's worldview to see if empathy may be possible when given a different perspective. So over the course of the session, we removed emotion and connection and began to explore the questions that I reviewed with you on the Empathy and Understanding episode to give her an opportunity to explore radical empathy. We explored her mother's worldview, and I went through a series of questions with her. The first question was, what does she believe? She painted the picture of a woman who was a perfectionist who saw the world through a very black or white lens. She believed that there was good and there was bad. There was perfect and there was total failure. And she saw herself as someone who had failed. She believed that her own ambitions weren't met. She wasn't able to succeed in the career that she wanted to. She wasn't able to keep her marriage successful So Kate recognized that she saw her children as a chance at redemption. And in keeping them from failure, they wouldn't face the pain that she experienced. And then we looked at, what does she care about? There was a deep desire to protect her children. Kate recalled how growing up her mom would have moments of catastrophic thinking and there would be frantic calls to school in the middle of the day just to make sure that her kids were safe. And She would constantly comment on their actions and their appearance. The protection and well-being of her children was the most important thing in her life, but her inability to regulate the emotions caused her to turn to unhealthy ways of ensuring that safety, like criticism and ridicule and threats. And then I asked her, so if we look at those core beliefs and we look at the things that she cared about, how did that justify her actions? So this is always a really tough one because from Kate's lens, there was no excuse. What her mom did was mean. It was cruel and it was done specifically to cause pain. But I had her dig deeper into the reasons why behaving like that would be justifiable in her mind. She began to see a world in which fear for the safety of her and the safety of her grandchildren was at stake. She saw a world where those thoughts spiraled and those worst-case scenarios that she had when she was younger were coming back. And as they came into frame, she had no way of managing those heavy emotions, except to take control in the only way that she knew how. When I started drinking AG1 daily, I could feel a real difference in my daily health. I had more energy, I noticed that I felt more relaxed, and I was able to focus. Those mid-afternoon slumps that would often come after a long day of coaching and content creation just weren't really there. That's because AG1 is a foundational nutrition supplement that supports your body's universal needs like gut optimization, stress management, and immune support. Since 2010, AG1 has led the future of foundational nutrition, continuously refining their formula to create a smarter, better way to elevate your baseline health. Even some of my clients have started drinking AG1, and they always tell me that they feel more energetic and that their stress levels feel more manageable. If you want to take ownership of your health, it starts with AG1 try AG1 and get a free 1-year supply of vitamin D3K2 and 5 free AG1 travel packs with your first purchase. Go to drinkag1.com/settle. That's drinkag1.com/settle. Check it out. So given all of that, I asked Kate the question. I said, "Why does it make perfect sense that she chose to behave in the way that she did?" And there was an understanding that she chose to behave that way because of a deep-seated fear and a desire for good. And from her mother's worldview, the cost of making her daughter uncomfortable was worth it to ensure that her worst fears did not come true. And in that, Kate was able to start to separate herself from the situation and start to see her mother in a different light it in no way made her mother's actions right. But it gave Kate an understanding that it was much less about her and much more about her mother's reaction to fear and her inability to process those large emotions. And beneath all of that was a care for her. And that she could empathize with. So with this newfound ability to empathize, we moved on over the next few weeks to starting to recognize what Kate had lost in this process by holding on so tightly to this anger and her unwillingness to forgive. What had she lost? And there were two things that really stood out. The first was that she had lost her sense of worth because of the years of internalizing her mother's words, she didn't view herself as worthy. And as she mentioned in our first meeting, she felt like she was broken. And she felt the constant need to prove herself in order to just be seen as good. Developing a sense of self-love and worth is not an easy process. And this was the focus of the bulk of our sessions, for a while. And it took a while before Kate was able to start to see herself as someone who is whole and worthy and far from broken. There were many exercises and tools that we used. Some of them worked, some of them did not. But the one that seemed to allow for her to open up to the possibility of owning her worth centered around a loving kindness meditation. That was focused on a set of phrases that she chose that she came up with that felt comfortable and right to her phrases that served as well wishes for others to see their worth their beauty and feel loved and understood and over time the ease of sharing those words with others led to her being able to share them with herself the phrases that she chose were May you be filled with loving kindness. May you be held with a loving heart. May you see your inherent goodness and trust that you are loved. May you feel worthy and well. May you know your worth. We would begin the meditation with an extension of those words to first a loved one. In most cases, it was her daughter who she was able to tap into a full sense of love and care and connection with. And she would simply start by envisioning her and starting to direct those words to her. May you be filled with loving kindness. May you be held with a loving heart. May you see your inherent goodness and trust that you are loved. May you feel worthy and well. May you know your worth. And then we'd move on to a stranger. This was usually someone that she'd passed on her way to work. She would direct these words to them. May you be filled with loving kindness. May you be held with a loving heart. May you see your inherent goodness and trust that you are loved. May you feel worthy and well. May you know your worth. And then we would move on to a person with whom she'd had conflict. And in this case, it was her mother. Recalling this woman who she hadn't spoke to in years, and seeing her sitting in front of her, she would direct these words to her in the same way that she did to her daughter, saying, May you be filled with loving kindness. May you be held with a loving heart. May you see your inherent goodness and trust that you are loved. May you feel worthy and well. May you know your worth. And then finally, tapping back into that connection that came so easily from her daughter those extensions that went to the stranger with ease and over time to her mother with ease. And she would return that to herself. And she would say, may you be filled with loving kindness. May you be held with a loving heart. May you see your inherent goodness and trust that you are loved. May you feel worthy and well. May you know your worth. Over time, Kate began to recognize her worth and was able to start to separate herself from the words of her mother. And with this newfound focus on her worth, she was able to start to look forward instead of feeling so stuck, holding on to that anger and her inability to forgive. And then we began to explore the second loss, and that was the loss of the future that she had hoped for with her mom. She had always believed that if she worked hard enough, if she was good enough, if she proved herself enough, she would be able to have a mother who saw her as special, one who called her to let her know that she was loved, one who bragged about her to her friends and simply loved her unconditionally. In many ways, Kate was longing for the version of the mother that she had become to her own daughters. Part of letting go was to release the vision that she had created and mourn the loss of a desired relationship with her mother as she began to accept her for who she was capable of being in her life. In many ways, this was like a death in itself, but... And letting go, she was able to see how striving to create that world was having an impact on so many areas of her life and keeping her stuck in this pattern of striving for perfection and dealing with the inevitable disappointment that came from that. When she was able to let go of the future she was trying to force into being, she was able to start to see what a future worth walking into looked like. So the next part of our work together was to start to craft a vision for her life, one that wasn't contingent on her mother being anything but what she could be for her, and removing the need for approval in order to feel worthy. During the process of crafting a vision, we worked through an exercise of removing the traditional thoughts of future. So we didn't focus on her career progression. We didn't focus on who her next husband would be or what he would look like. We didn't focus on the house that she would live in or the car that she would drive. Instead, we started to zone in on who she wanted to be in the world, regardless of all of that. We started to connect with the emotions that she wanted more of. She wanted more joy and hope and serenity. We looked at what the core values that she wanted to uphold in her life were. Authenticity and kindness and love. We looked at the areas that required a shift, that weren't working for her. She needed to own her worth, to trust herself, to show up in her life and not prove herself, but to connect with others and share herself fully. And finally, what did she want most for herself? And it was clear. She wanted to be free. So in crafting this vision, we create a vision of what's to come, something to hold on to, to look at, and those moments where it feels hard and it feels like you're getting pulled back into the past, to stop and ask yourself, does the decision I'm making align with this vision that I have for the future that I'm creating. And if it does, move forward. And if it doesn't, pause. So the vision for what's to come that Kate created was, I'm building a life filled with joy, hope, and serenity. One where I lead with authenticity, kindness, and love. Where the past no longer defines me and I'm able to own my worth, trust myself, and show up for life not to prove myself, but to share myself so that ultimately, I can be free. And with that vision in place, and serving as a guide for her life, I asked one final question. What was she willing to let go of in order to get there? There was a host of things that she started to shed from her life, but the most pressing was that she needed to stop allowing the past with her mother to impact her future. And her decision in that moment, given everything that she had worked through, was to forgive her so that she could move forward and stop holding on to it any longer. Letting It Settle with Michael Gallion is sponsored by BetterHelp. Growing up in a large family... Holiday gift giving was quite the ordeal, having to make sure that you checked everyone off the list, you got the right size, the perfect gift. And by the time that everything was wrapped and ready, it was exhausting. And the best gift that we could truly give each other was a little time, a little space, and the ability to take care of ourselves. Whether or not your family exchanged holiday gifts, you get to define how you give to yourself this holiday season. So whether it's by starting therapy, going easier on yourself during those tough months, or treating yourself to a day of complete rest. Remember to give yourself some love this holiday season. Over the winter months, I tend to get a little bit of those holiday blues. The more intense feelings start to come up, and it's been really important for me to have someone to talk through all of those emotions with. Therapy has been a way for me to process through the emotions, to learn how to set boundaries with the people who I need to set boundaries with, and just to be able to move forward in my life, feeling strong and healthy. If you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. In the season of giving, give yourself what you need with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com settle to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash settle. In our last session, Kate came in and she told me that she had spoken with her mom. She was able to approach the conversation with both openness and firm boundaries, letting her know the work she had done around all of this and how her words had affected her. She opened up with empathy and understanding and told her that she was willing to forgive her. But the future needed to look different. It was well received, and they were both able to begin the process of moving forward. But one thing Kate mentioned, that because of the work she had done, it wouldn't have mattered how her mother reacted to that conversation. Because the value of forgiveness wasn't tied to her mother anymore. It was tied to her freedom. So as you go through the process of forgiveness, I want you to keep Kate's story in mind and start to look at the work that you've already done and then start to take the following steps. So first is to start to create a space of empathy and understanding. Asking yourself those questions. What did this person believe? What did they care about? Why does it make sense that they would have done what they did? To create a space of empathy and understanding. Really looking at the situation and starting to ask yourself through that person's lens, the person who hurt you, the person you're having a difficult time forgiving, what is it that they believe? What is it they in their life firmly hold to be true? And then asking, what do they care about? What are the things that are most important to them? And then based on those cares and those beliefs, why did it justify what they did within their minds. Not why is it justifiable, not why was it right, but in their minds, how could it potentially be justifiable based on what they care about and what they believe? And then finally, why would it make perfect sense, given everything that they've gone through, all of their life experiences, why would it make sense that they would have treated you like that. And in doing so, you may find that their actions had little to do with you and more to do with them. And then the next step is to start to recognize what you've lost by holding on to this. Start to recognize your value, your worth. Start to see yourself as someone who is whole and worthy and deserving of what you want in this life. If it's helpful, start to create your own loving-kindness meditation to own that worth. What are the words that you need to hear? What are the words that you feel comfortable sharing with a person that you love the most in your life? It can be as simple as, you are worthy, you are loved, you are well, but creating a set of phrases... And then going through, speaking them to a loved one. And then speaking them to a stranger. And then finding that person you are having a difficult time forgiving and speaking those words to them. And then finally, speaking them to yourself, reminding yourself that you are worthy. And then start to look at the vision of the future that you desired. The one that you envisioned coming true before this incident happened. Really start to paint the picture of what that looked like. Get clear on what that vision was. And then start to mourn the loss of it. It's okay to let go of it. It's okay to be scared of letting go of it. It's okay to be sad about letting go of it. But just start to let go. And then finally begin to envision your future beyond this. Start to see a life that you want to be living. And let that lead the way forward. Let yourself go through that exercise of starting to create your vision of what's to come. Asking yourself... What are the emotions that you want more of in your life? How do you want to feel when you wake up in the morning? What are the things that you truly value? The things that are meaningful and important to you? What are those core values that you want to take into the future with you? And then start to look at your current existence and see what are the things that you need to shed to let go of? the things that you do not want to take into the future with you? And then finally, what is the one thing that you truly desire? The one thing that you want? And with all of that, you start to create the vision for what's to come. Let that be your lighthouse. Let that guide you forward. When the time is right, I hope that you can start to release the burden of what you've been carrying, and start to give yourself the gift of freedom. It takes time, it takes support, but you're worth it. So, we'll end as we begin, taking a deep breath in, and breathing out, and let it all settle. Go take care of yourself, and I will see you next week oh and it's always helpful if you want to rate review and subscribe to letting it settle with michael gallion wherever you get your podcasts and go ahead and follow me and the show on tiktok at coach michael one and instagram michael.gallion and also just a reminder that i'm a huge proponent of taking charge of your mental health And that means seeking advice from professional therapists, counselors, psychologists, physicians, and other qualified professionals. My teachings are meant to help you find a space of calm amidst the storm, but if you're experiencing ongoing mental health challenges, I want you to make sure that you seek help from a licensed professional. And remember that nothing that's said within this podcast should be seen as a substitute for their advice. Letting It Settle with Michael Gallion is executive produced by Michael Gallion, Steve Wilson, David Henning, and Xin yin hu Hosted by Michael Gallion. Original music and composition by Darren Johnson. Edited by Sarah Ma. Letting It Settle with Michael Gallion is a Q-Code production. Whether you're in a relationship, single, or recently heartbroken, You could be navigating some tough stuff and it really can be challenging to do this on your own. We all need help when it comes to our relationships, very specifically our love lives. I'm Jillian and each week on my podcast, Jillian on Love, I share skills on how to strengthen our relationships, how to build a stronger sense of self and how to heal heartbreak and choose better partners. Learn how to start making change today and search for Julian on Love wherever you're listening now. Welcome to a journey into the heart of the Texas Renaissance Festival, the nation's largest and rowdiest celebration of medieval fantasy. But what lurks beneath the facade of tights and turkey legs? Well, we dove deep into the empire to uncover a history marred by mystery and misconduct, murders, assaults, and other crimes that tarnish its legacy.